Happy New Year. Oh, wow. Thank you very much. She's another trip around the sun for us. We made it. Nothing happened. We're here. Do I get to talk about orbital dynamics? Mm, no, thankfully. <laughs> I'll just let me put my slide ruler away. Because today we're going to be talking about one of the most iconic New Year's images in our modern world, the Times Square Ball. Before we get into this, I've always wondered, what is a time ball? Well, funnily enough, the Times Square Ball is not the only one, according to Wikipedia, which we know is never wrong. Time balls are antique ways of showing time to the people. The first time ball was erected at Portsmouth, England in 1829 and was dropped at 1 p.m. every single day to give ship navigators a way to set their marine chronometers, which we don't really have time to get into today, but just trust us that it was important. Yeah, I'm looking at that page and my my head is exploding. (laughs) Exactly. The Times Square ball drops at midnight, marking the new year on the east coast of the United States of America. That's right. First held on December 31st, 1907, the ball has been dropped every year since, except 1942 and 1943, due to wartime blackouts. It's probably a good idea, right? Like, if you don't need a big shining ball at that moment, like, you can probably let it off for a year or two. Yeah, in fact, during those years, a moment of silence was observed at midnight in Times Square, accompanied by the sound of church bells. There you go. The Times Square Ball was added just a few years after New Year's Eve celebrations began in Times Square. It all started when the New York Times newspaper owner, Adolf Ox, decided to celebrate the opening of the newspaper's new headquarters of a New Year's fireworks show on the roof of the building while welcoming in the year 1905. A rooftop fireworks show seems like a really good way to burn down your newspaper's new building to me. It seems unwise. Fireworks and newspapers feels like maybe they don't go hand in hand. (laughs) I'm going to expect they probably weren't printing it there, but nevertheless, it did prove to be quite popular as some 200,000 people attended this first show. A few years into the fireworks show's existence, Ox wanted to make things a little bit more exciting, so he hired a sign designer to construct the first time ball. The ball was built from iron and wood and was lit with 100 incandescent light bulbs. It weighed some 700 pounds or 320 kilograms and measured five feet in diameter. The ball was hoisted on the building's flagpole by six men who lowered it back down at midnight. It's very manual, this process. When the ball touched the roof of the building, it completed an electrical circuit to light a five-foot-tall sign indicating the new year, then triggering the fireworks show. The man just loved his fireworks, Mike. He did. Any excuse (laughs) to let off fireworks, he'll take it. The original ball was used up until 1919 when it was replaced by a lighter all-iron ball weighing in at a measly 400 pounds. And then in 1955, a new ball replaced the all-iron 1919 model. The 1955 ball kept the five-foot diameter, as previous balls did, but was built from aluminium and therefore weighed 150 pounds, which is 68 kilograms. After that, changes were minimal until 1981 when the lights were changed out for red and green ones to make the ball resemble an apple, complete with a stem. In 1988, the ball drop took 61 seconds to account for leap years, and organizers included a special one-second light show during that extra blip of time. A couple of questions. How much can you actually do in a second? 
<laughs> right? Like light show wise, they just turn a big light on and off. Like, and then how much work went into one second? I, I feel like I need to see what this looked like. <laughs> too, too much work, I'm sure. Too much. In 1989, thankfully, I feel the Apple theme was dropped and the ball was returned to being white. But this was altered again in 1991 when red, white, and blue bulbs were used to salute the troops of Operation Desert Shield. Not content to leave the ball alone for too long, the third ball was revamped yet again in 1995, adding a computerized lighting system with 180 halogen bulbs and 144 strobe lights, all set against 12,000 rhinestones. So fancy. Mm -hmm. In 1996, an electric winch synced with the National Institute of Standards and Technology's time signal was used to drop the ball. In 1999, the third ball was then retired. That brings us into the present era of the Times Square ball. Let's take a break here. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Look, we see all the time in the media security breaches. These days, I feel like our data probably isn't as secure as we would want it to be. So it's only a natural worry to think about where your data is going, especially when something as simple as sending an email can put your information at risk. Chances are you're being tracked by media, social media sites and marketing companies all over, all around the web. And not only can they record your browsing history, they can also sell it to people who want to profit from your info. Take back your privacy of ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN works by securing and anonymizing your internet browsing. It encrypts your data and hides your public IP address. You can turn on ExpressVPN protection with just one click. The easy-to-use apps run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet, and it costs just less than $7 a month. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar. It even comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you ever use public Wi-Fi and want to keep the bad guys away from your data, you need ExpressVPN. I am so astounded at how quick this service is to set up. And as someone who travels a lot, I am very excited about being able to use ExpressVPN now on public Wi-Fi networks that I'm not really that familiar with. If you don't want your online history in the hands of your internet provider or data resellers, ExpressVPN is the answer. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free of a one-year package at expressvpn.com slash ungeniused. That's expressvpn.com slash ungeniused for extra three months free with a one-year package. Go to expressvpn.com slash ungenius to learn more. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of this show. To ring in the new millennia, a new ball was constructed by Waterford Crystal. It was a big departure from previous time balls. Oh boy, was it. It was much bigger, measuring in at six feet in diameter and weighing 1,070 pounds. Oh, oh, oh no. So they, they reversed that trend for lightness quite significantly. Uh, this is 490 kilograms. It used a total of over 600 halogen bulbs, 404 triangle-shaped crystal panels, 96 strobe lights, and spinning pyramid-shaped mirrors. That sounds, that sounds intense. Why is it so big? Because the year 2000, man, it doesn't come around very often. I mean, that's true. Uh, exactly. <laughs> many of the triangles were inscribed with designs that uh, change yearly, such as the hope for fellowship, hope for wisdom, hope for unity, hope for courage, blah, 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 blah. 
For 2002, as part of the theme, Hope for Healing, 195 of the ball's panels were engraved with the names of nations and organizations who were affected or involved in the aftermath of September 11th. I think this is pretty cool. In December 2011, these Hope for Healing panels were accepted into the collection of the National September 11th Museum. In 2008, to mark the 100-year anniversary of the Times Square Ball, Waterford Crystal built a new six-foot ball. This one weighed in at 1,212 pounds, (laughs) 550 kilograms, and uses color-changing LED lamps provided by Philips. I wonder if they're hue-enabled. That would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? You should get on that Wi-Fi network and go wild. Hey, Echo, change the time ball. (laughs) It's 2008 ball. Actually, do you know what? That would be a pretty great marketing campaign for Amazon. It really would be. Right to like to somehow get involved in that and like have it set off. Come Amazon, give us a call. Yeah, I'll email Jeff Bezos now. The 2008 ball used 9,576 energy efficient bulbs that consumed the same amount of electricity as only ten toasters. How? How is that possible? (laughs) This ball was used just one time, which makes me think the energy that you saved doesn't really make a difference considering (laughs) how much energy was expanded to make this thing, and you used it just once. You know, you got to mark the 100th anniversary in style. In 2009, Mike, things things get wild. Oh, wow. This is the current ball. It is 12 feet in diameter. It is lit by 32,000 LED lamps and contains... 2,688 Waterford crystal panels. This ball is weatherproof. I wonder if it's IP68. I'll have to find that out. As <laughs> it is displayed atop one Times Square nearly all year round following the celebrations. Oh, that's cool. I didn't think to look for it when we were there in October. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. It's just hanging out. I feel out. like I missed out. I missed out. Yearly themes are still a big part of the ball's design. From 2008 to 2013, the ball contained crystal patterns known as the World of Celebration, including themes such as Let There Be Light and Let There Be Peace. For 2014, all the ball's panels were replaced, marking a new theme series known as The Greatest Gifts, beginning with The Gift of Imagination. Ah, that's nice. It kind of kind of is. So that's the ball. I think we need to talk a little bit about the event around it. So the party starts at 6 p.m. when the ball is raised to its perch. Party favors are distributed to attendees. These can include balloons and hats and stuff like that. And then the hours before the drop are marked with countdowns for the arrival of the new year in other countries. So it's like a big, big celebration. The drop is started at 11.59 p.m. And this is all automated at this point. But a celebrity or dignitary is on stage to sort of have the ceremonial yeah. pushing of the button. And this countdown is broadcast around the world. In 2017, 21 cameras across Times Square provided to broadcasters footage that they could incorporate into their own coverage. ABC's New Year's Rockin' Eve is the most watched New Year's Eve special in the U.S. annually. In fact, for 2017, it peaked at 25.6 million viewers. Now, this was hosted by Dick Clark rather famously until his death in 2012, when a crystal engraved with his name was added to the ball permanently, which I really like that. These days, Ryan Seacrest and Jenny McCarthy host it. According to the National Weather Service, between the 1908 and 2018 festivities, the average temperature at midnight in nearby Central Park was 34 degrees Fahrenheit, 1 degree Celsius. The warmest ball drops occurred in 1966 and 1973, when the temperature was 58 degrees Fahrenheit or 14 degrees Celsius. The coldest ball drop occurred in 1918, when the temperature was 1 degree Fahrenheit, 
minus 17 Celsius. Not nice. After the ball drops and the party ends, cleanup is performed overnight to remove confetti and other debris from Times Square. Following the 2014 event, the New York City Department of Sanitation estimated that it had cleared over 50 tons of refuse from Times Square in just eight hours. That's a lot of confetti. <laughs> and empty drinks cups. Come on, let's be real. It's not just confetti that we're removing. It's here. mostly that. And probably people just sleeping in the streets. Yeah. So this is something that we watch. I feel like it's on the TV at New Year's Eve parties, basically wherever you go. And now we all know a little bit more about it. I think it's pretty cool. We don't watch it here because it would be kind of fruitless. But, you know, we have our own celebrations. We have Big Ben. Maybe we should talk about Big Ben one day. We should. We should, we should talk about Big Ben. Until then, you can learn more about the Times Square Ball and Time Balls in general. If you go to the website, relay.fm slash ungeniused slash 69, we got those links there for you. While you're there, you can get in touch with us via email to send in suggestions for topics, or you can do so on Twitter. The show is at Ungeniused. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can find me there as I-S-M-H. And I guess until uh, the next ball drop, Mike, say goodbye. Happy New Year, everybody. Adios.